Yo, how are you? I'm doing really well. Just uh, finally got home from my, I stayed with Mark and Jocelyn for like a week and a half through my surgery. And now Mm -hmm. I'm 10 days post-op and I feel amazing. So I think the last time we were on here, I was pre, you were still, yeah, I still hadn't had my surgery and I've had my surgery y'all. So for those of you that don't know, um, and it went super well, everything was perfect. Um, they're healing fine. I finally got a bra on today. So that's good. I have some like support. Cause I was like free titty in it for a minute. Cause they were like, you know, we don't, they didn't put me in any sort of vest or any sort of like tight bra or anything mm-hmm. like that. They didn't ask me to get anything. Um, they just, I woke up, I literally woke up and my hands were still up because they, that's how they do the surgery on you. Your hands are up towards my hands were still up. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and they were like, put your hands down, put your hands down. And I was like, okay. I mean, you put my hands up. Like I didn't, put them, <laughs> I didn't put the bitches up. So I put my hands down and, um, I got taken home. I don't remember being taken home from the anesthesia. Um, I was yeah. home for like not even a day. Like I literally just slept at home and then I went straight to Mark and Dawson's after my mom left. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been me. And then the past week I've just been still coaching, mm-hmm. like still like that's the thing about business and that, in that aspect, like you can't really take time off. I took mm-hmm. maybe like two days off and then I was like basically working again. Right. So yeah. I don't know if you did that same thing, but I was, I still had to work. So yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. No, same thing. It was like, I got home from this. I don't even remember how I got home. I don't remember getting into the car, but somehow I got into the car and like Eric drove home. I remember none of that shit. None of that. Yeah. Anesthesia is a bitch. Dude. I like, I remember waking up in the hospital, like just brain fog as fuck. And then like, next thing I know, I'm like somehow in my bedroom and like the lights are like off and the like the shit's dim. And I'm like mm-hmm. sitting upright. Cause you obviously have to like, you can't like lay down flat, but you have to like yeah. sit upright. Like you're like in like a medical hospital bed and like shit's wild. They just feel so heavy. It feels like a ton of bricks. It's like on your chest. So I was different. I could not sit up at really? all. No, like my back was so tight that like, if I sat up, like my lumbar was just screaming, like it was just not happy. So I laid down, I just laid down for like three days straight. I could not sit up. I had to get, I mean, if I had to go to the restroom, I went to the restroom, but for the first two days, I just stayed on my back. And then uh, the third day I started walking around and stuff and wanting to be mobile. Yeah. Uh, But the first two days, the first day was horrible. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I didn't expect it to be that bad. Um, Maybe that's why people were like, are you going to be okay? Like, do you need any? Because I thought it was no big deal. I honestly thought it was just gonna, like, I was just gonna get my boobs done and I would be fine. Like, and the reason why I thought that was because my mom, when she got her breast implants, when I was little, she was moving by like day two. But she told me, she was like, I had to, like, I had no choice. I had three kids, like, so she was like, yes, I was in a lot of pain. And she actually stopped taking her pain meds the second day. I don't know how the fuck she did that shit because I was the second day still a big baby. Like yeah. I was just like, oh my fucking God, this is horrible. She's like, yeah, imagine having three kids. Like she's like, I had to. Kalea was my sister. My youngest sister was one years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was, she was like asking my and begging my mom to pick her up and hold her. And um. my mom was like. I can't like, so she's, she's like, so just imagine being in that position 
where you have to take care of children. Um, And so that mother instinct kind of takes over. However, she did get hers over the muscle. Um, And so my, my recovery is different, right? Like I was under the muscle, so it was a little bit more invasive. Oh yeah. Um, That might've, that might've made things a little bit easier for her when she recovered, but that shit was crazy. Like I, I didn't expect it to be that bad. Yeah. I heard over the muscle tends to be a little bit easier on the body. Cause obviously it is not as invasive. Cause I remember the second day, like I would be walking around kind of like holding my girls up just to like have that extra support to make sure they wouldn't fall out, even though I had like a really strong bra and stuff, but they just feel so delicate. But I remember like wanting to move around because like, I was just tired of sitting, but I can definitely see why going under the muscle, you would need to like, take a second. You know? Yeah. It's the chest. I mean, even now, like with my muscle on top of my boobs, I can feel them as we speak. They're still really, really tight. Oh, yeah. And when I had my post-op appointment, um, the first thing that the lady said was, wow. She was like, wow, you're tight up there. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I have a lot of muscle up there. And she goes, yes. Like, so I'm having to do massages, mm-hmm. um, where most, uh, most of the time she said, I don't usually have women do self massages because they don't need to, but you yeah. need to, cause I had so I just have so much muscle up there that most women don't have. Um, so I have to like do this whole like fucking thing twice a day. And, uh, it's actually helping like bring them down faster. Yeah. Good. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm happy. Welcome to Um, the uh, big titty committee. Definitely. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about how the fuck we handle Thanksgiving and more importantly, how we've evolved through the years and transformed through the years, because I know we both came from like very rigid, strict, like on it mentalities when it came to the holidays. And now I think we're both at this point where things are so much healthier when it comes to just how we perceive food and how we perceive bodybuilding and kind of like marrying these two together. But I want you to start with how the holidays looked for you in terms of like eating and stuff like that, especially around like big food holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then I can kind of go into my background, but I think it's really important to share that evolution because new people starting out, they freak out when it's the holidays, they freak the fuck out, but it's going to be okay. I promise yeah. You. It's, it's going to be okay. Um, so I'll go into like my culture, I guess. And like what we do and how I've handled things when I got into bodybuilding and how it did work or it didn't work. And then how I handle things now. So I, my family's big on food, like huge on food. Um, it's a time where you spend time with your family. Um, you, the food is so much an emotional thing for us that, um, I've even had comments from people like Jocelyn just told me this the other day. She was like, I've never heard a bodybuilder talk about food the way you talk about food because, and I think it's due to my culture, um, being so emotionally invested in the fact that there is food there. Um, and who is making it matters, uh, how you eat it matters, how much of it matters It's all of that is important. Um, and so when I got into bodybuilding, having to take away that emotional aspect of food was super hard for me. Not the fact that I crave food. It's not even like that. Like I I don't miss the food. It's the fact that I feel a connection with another person when we share this moment together and having to remove that or feeling like I had to remove that was difficult for me. 
Um, especially when I first started, I think uh, after my first show, I was reversing during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and so like, ha- like I didn't know like what was appropriate for me. I'm like, well, I want to share all these moments with people, but I'm scared to go overboard. I don't know how to track half the shit here. I was when I was super mm-hmm. into like macro tracking and everything needed to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and I was just at a loss every time there was a family gathering. And it honestly just stressed me out. Like it stressed me out more than I could enjoy myself. And I started like not really dreading the holidays, but trying to over prepare for them so that I could have those present moments with my family. So I would do things like extra cardio. I would do things like cut my food prior. Um, I would, and cut my food afterward. So like just trying to over prepare for this overconsumption of food and it became really unhealthy. Right. Like, and I started to be like, well, is this how every holiday is going to be? Um, and so the following year, I was still honestly pretty mentally fucked up um, mm-hmm. and I was getting better, but I was still like just not in the right place to be able to enjoy my family and be present. Yeah. Um, and then the following year, which was last year, I actually started to get a handle on my own emotions and mm-hmm. also how much, how big of a deal is it to my family if I do or don't participate in this, how big of a deal is it? Cause I think that I only thought about other people and I was trying to please other people and I was putting myself on the back burner so that I could, but then I was overworking because I was trying to think about myself at the same time. Yeah. So when I got into like this, the actually bodybuilding, I call it like my phase of like actually getting into bodybuilding and understanding it and what it is supposed to be about. I literally stopped stressing about the food consumption because it's really not that big of a deal. It's not like one day is not going to derail you. Being off your macros is not going to derail you. So I went into it last year for the first time, just taking the day to myself. I didn't lift. I didn't do anything. I just spent time with my family. And the next day I got back on it and I was like, wow, it's as simple as that this year. I'm obviously recovering post-surgery. So, you know, I'm still going to do the same kind of the same thing I did last year, but I'm even less focused on the day itself, which is crazy to say, because I thought I wasn't focused on it last year, but I kind of still was. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, my actions were a little bit different. And then this year um, now I'm like, I'll go balls to the wall with the food. Fuck it. Like, give me all the food. And then the next day I'll be back on it. Like, you know, and I think that there that shift in mindset where I'm going to restrict and then try to expend the calories that I overate on. Like, there's no way that you can fix things. I think people sometimes don't understand that. Like, you can't fix things. And I don't think that um, stressing out about the holidays is something that helps you in your progress. So you might as well just enjoy it. Yep. Also, um, kind of if you are somebody that wants to stay on track, because there's plenty of people that would rather do that gives them peace of mind and everything. Not everyone wants to go balls to the wall on food on any holiday. Some people aren't food focused. Um, I think that their main thing is they'd like to be present with their family. Um, and so, and that's the whole, I feel like that's the whole premise of the fact that we're even having this conversation. Because it, because it takes away, like if we focus too much on the food, 
it takes away from our presence. Yep. If yep. we focus too much on doing too, too much, basically, then it takes away from our progress. So I think that there has to be a happy medium where we're not um, doing the most on holidays and then can't get back on track the days after. There has to be a point where you move on from it. Um, and there, has, there does have to be emotional um, removal after the fact if you, you know, if you're going to stay on track. Right. So I think that there is a happy medium where I've gotten to at this point where I'm happy being present. I'm happy having all the pies and things like that without going overboard. And I am also happy getting right back on it the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's that simple. It's so simple. And I think that we've overcomplicated it for a while in the, in the industry. And, uh, I'm happy that it's, the vibe is now like not how to stay on track during Thanksgiving. It's enjoy yourself on Thanksgiving and get back on it the next day. Like, you know, exactly. And that's how it should be. That's literally how it should be. I mean, I remember like just freaking out, you know, in the past about like tracking or like even not participating and still doing like my chicken and broccoli and rice. And guys, I wasn't even a bodybuilder when I was worried about my chicken, broccoli and rice, like I was just dieting, like, like, like a general lifestyle, you know, dieting when I was kind of like, quote unquote, coaching myself during my over 100 pound weight loss journey. Like I would literally bring meals like that to the family functions because like, I was so scared about losing progress because I thought like every day had that much severity and intensity. And if I were in a contest prep, yeah, maybe a different story, you know, but like literally I was dieting, you know Yeah, what I'm saying? Like, just I like, think that go ahead. There's different levels to the urgency and you needing to stay on your protocol or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and contest prep is one of those things where you're probably not going off track. Um, you might be able to swing it and have like a couple pieces of turkey breast or something like that. If you know what's in it and you make it, um, but you're not going to be able to overeat during those times. Like nationals is next week. For example, there are several athletes on Tominek trains who, oh, well, there's two that will not be participating in anything like, because they have to stay on track. And, um, even people that are in the industry would look at that and be like, well, they can't enjoy this or that. Like, no, like they can't, they're on, they're in contest prep. Um, And if they want to win, they have to do things that other people won't do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is one of them. That is one of those emotional things that you have to take out and say, this, my goal here is pretty urgent and I can't engage when it comes to people that are just cutting in general. So something that I've done with my athletes this week for those that are, um, cutting, I've given them diet breaks. So like I've, I've increased their food throughout the week, not just that day, knowing that they're going to overeat on that day. And to prevent a lot of like metabolic adaptation, it's probably best to place this diet break here anyway, one to lower stress and two, to make sure that they don't, they don't overdo it. Right. So giving them food now is going to help with the fact that they probably won't really want to overdo it when the time comes because they have food available. Food availability is really important, right? So if I know I have a lot of food in my diet, I don't really care to go hard and ham on my food at Thanksgiving. I'm less likely to basically fuck up. 
But at the end of the day, my lifestyle athletes and my competitive athletes that might be in a health phase or cutting, they are still going to have to diet the next week. But it's okay for right now, like if they do what they want to do. And I told them all, I said, I want you to enjoy Thursday and don't worry about your protocol Um, because it's not as urgent for them to be perfect. But there are going to be times where it is urgent for you to be perfect. So, yeah, Yeah. a lot of things that I've been doing with my athletes is to like not track, be present. Like I have a, a girl starting this week. I was like, imagine like starting the week of Thanksgiving like that, like fucking shows dedication. And I love that. But I was like, even you like do not track on Thanksgiving, like be with your family, be with people that you love, be present, like eat mindfully, like understand you still have a goal that you want to accomplish. So it's not saying that it should be like a free for all and don't go crazy, but like, you know, like remember this time because it comes around once a year and like this one day, once a year, technically twice a year, if you're in account Christmas day, like is not going to make or break you. Like you do not get to where you are because you gorged on 30,000 calories on Thanksgiving. Like that's yeah. just not how it happened. It happened with like all the lifestyle habits that you had built up over the years. Yes. Um, and so that's something that I didn't understand during like my own journey is I thought these days were like the end all be all. And so like, I didn't enjoy them. And then when I was struggling with my eating disorders and especially binging, like I have bad binges around the holidays. And so because the actual holiday was filled with food. I was so afraid to eat, which obviously just perpetuated even more binging later on. And so it was just very, very toxic. And it was a hard, it was a difficult relationship to kind of get through. But now it's like, I understand that it is one day where like my in-laws are coming into town and that's really special. I have friends who can't go home for Thanksgiving, which is sad that they're not going to be with their families, but they're invited over to my house instead. And so it's like having that like community around family and friends and love and support is very important. And I'm going ham in terms of like what I'm serving. Like I'm going all out because like, I love to cook for people and I'm really excited about it. And I'm not going to like, you know, fuck up and like binge on pies on pies, but like, you better believe that like I'm making a pecan pie and I'm having a slice because I fucking cracked these bitches open myself. Like we got like Charleston pecans and I spent an hour cracking these motherfuckers. So I'm eating pecans are like my favorite, like to add in, in during the holidays, not just like Thanksgiving, but the holiday time in general, it's just like so good. And it was one of those things that I really avoided. There were certain things I really avoided that I loved, uh, you know, back when I first started. And that was honestly also what took away from my experience with my family and myself is the fact that the things that I love, the things that Brit loves, I'm not doing those anymore. And then that's where the stress like also came from was I'm not myself and I don't like that. Um, but I'm also trying to be a good bodybuilder. Right. And so there's no definition of a good bodybuilder during the holidays and how you're going to maneuver it. Like there's no definition at all. I mean, it depends on how you decide to maneuver yourself during these few days. Some people want to stay on track. That's cool. Some people don't. That's fine. Like, and I think that putting, you know, labels on what you should and shouldn't be doing is what really fucks us up in our head because we're like, I'm trying to be this. And if I do that, then it takes away. Right. And I think that there are many right answers to a lot of things. And this is one of them. Um, And I think the more we kind of have these conversations about the holidays and especially people that are just starting who don't know much yet, 
sometimes they stress themselves out more than what they need to. I mean, I did that. You did that, you you know, like, and being able to be like, to teach ourselves and then teach others is really important because you don't want to go about your holiday time, stress the fuck out. Yep. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just came back from like a very, very short um, vacation in Kiowa with um, Eric and his family. And, you know, it was just a little weekend trip. And I was thinking about whether or not I should track. And I was like, honestly, like I knew we were going to go out to dinner once. And I was like, I would rather just not track and eat mindfully throughout the day, prioritize my protein, you know, eat like good complex sources of carbs. So that way I wasn't having like crazy, you know, blood sugar swings or anything like that, but I didn't track. And I'm in a health phase right now. So I'm dieting. And even though I did not track that weekend, when I got back, you know, from the vacation, I hit two new lows. And then two days after I hit another new low. And so because I chose not to stress and because I was just present with my family and have the skills and kind of trusted myself enough to know that like how to prioritize my protein and still space my meals and stay on top of my activity and drink my water and sleep. And just again, not stress my body rewarded me for it, you know, and that was really, really cool. And that's something that took me years, upwards of a decade to understand a decade. And that that's crazy. Cause it's like, you know, I've only been doing, I'm talking about myself in a span of like five years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, since I've been competing, right. Like, or since I've even had the the mindset of wanting to compete rather. Right. So it's crazy to me to feel stress about food and the holiday time without that, because for me, competing is what, what created that in the first place. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the want and need to make sure that my package was better the next time was what created that for me in the first place for you. It's a little bit different because your own perception of yourself is what created that for you. And it wasn't really the same thing for me. Um, So like navigating that for you was a lot different than how I manage things, obviously, because of where it came from and where, yeah. So that's like, that's crazy. Yeah. And uh, the place of self-hatred, not mm -hmm. self-respect. Yeah. Yeah. I am actually, what, what are you doing for things? Oh, you, you are, you're having the little Thanksgiving with. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're uh, Eric yeah. spatchcocked the Turkey today. So that was interesting. I don't know if you know what that is, but he like no. ripped out the spine and like flattened the bird out. I mean, this bird is in my fridge, just like a floor. Yeah. Rug. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm actually going to two Thanksgivings on Thursday. Yeah. So I'm going uh, with Mark and Joss to, I think. I think we're going to her grandparents if they're not sick. I think, you know, they might be a little sick. So I don't know if they'll want everyone there. If not for sure, like in the evening, we'll be all together at Mark's house, which is going to be really nice. Um, I'm not going home. I, I don't know. Like the flights are just too expensive right now <laughs> like to go back and forth. Plus I'm going to Orlando next weekend. And I was like, or next week rather the whole week. And I was just like, yeah, that's not going to work. So um, I'm just doing something low key, but I'm definitely like just a whole different mindset this year. So I'm actually excited for it, yeah. which is like, I haven't been excited for Thanksgiving in like four years. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a big, big step for me personally. Um, and it just goes to show that like 
coaches like do struggle with this type of shit too. Um, we're not like perfect, right? Like we don't, we're not perfect mindset masters. Um, and we all still have things to work through and work on. Um, even when I started socially, like having friends, that was that transition transition was hard, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. all a social aspect. Um, and like food can be very social. So just maneuvering that and working my life into that was difficult at first, but then it gets easier over time as you practice it, just, just like with anything. So like you get better at tracking macros over time and you get better at your food and adhering over time as you do it. Same thing. You get better at taking a step back, the more you do it and then, and how you maneuver yourself afterward, the more you do it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really proud of us for like being able to get to this point. Cause obviously we have had different journeys when it comes to just kind of like self-development, um, our relationship with bodybuilding, our relationship with food, but I think we're both at a better place right now mentally than we ever have been, which has been really cool to see like the evolution. Because again, like I remember a time, especially just speaking on my own behalf, how the holidays would stress me out so much to the point of tears and like almost hyperventilation, you know, because it was like, so scary to me to think about eating like a piece of stuffing, like my grandma's cornbread stuffing that's been in the family for generations, like not allowing myself to have that, even though I know it, I like it and it tastes good because of the fact that I thought it was going to make me fat again. And mm-hmm. now it's like, I asked her, I was like, grandma, I want the recipe this year. Cause I want to make this bitch. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. just like being able to make it and then serve it to Eric's family and having kind of like that interfamily, just like sharing of recipes, like that's cool to me. And I'm excited to be able to cook like all of these elaborate dishes for people that I love and care about. And because I actually do enjoy cooking. It's not something I do a lot, like to that extreme, because obviously like tracking day in and day out to be a bodybuilder, like you don't want to be doing like cornbread stuffing because that's <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's you, want, crack. you want simple foods. Like yeah. you just want to keep your food simple. For so, sure. For sure. Yeah. So no, I'm just excited to just like kind of bake out, uh, break out my, uh, little KitchenAid mixer. That's kind of like been in my like lazy Susan for the better <laughs> half of the year. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I had, that's all I have to say today. Do you have anything else? No guys, just don't stress, be present, like treat Thanksgiving and the holidays. Cause it applies for Christmas too. Like treat it how it is going to serve you for the rest of your life. Like if you want to track great, make sure it doesn't stress you out. If you don't want to track great, make sure it doesn't stress you out. Like just enjoy the time, be present, enjoy the food, enjoy the company, enjoy the memories that you're going to make. Because at the end of the day, like you are going to remember this Thanksgiving most likely. Cause I remember almost all of mine. Some stuck out more than others because of my actions and how I perceive things. And I want to yeah. remember the good Thanksgivings that I enjoyed making memories, not the one where I felt ashamed because, because I thought food was something to be ashamed of. Yeah. You're either going to remember it for the good things Mm -hmm. or the bad things. So make it like the best time that you can. So exactly guys, thanks so much. We are thankful for you. We've been doing this for over a year now and we appreciate your guys' love and support. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and also like a happy holiday season. All right. Peace. Peace.